Hello and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast exploring irrelevant questions about entertainment, namely movie, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston Dorn, as always, by my delightful co-host, Batman. And joined for maybe the first, kind of the first time, perhaps? One and a half the time. One and a half the time. You didn't You didn't air the other one, so it's the first time. <laughs> it's, uh, it's another Matt. It's uh, East Coast Matt. It's Matt Prelberg. It's my best friend from Georgia. Good old other Matt. <laughs> All of these titles apply to me. A clearly inferior version? He's Matt 2.0. He's actually the better version. Uh, oh. Because he oh, is snap. younger. Ah. So he did come okay, out. He's, ah. he's the, the world was like, mm, didn't do good enough with this one. Not we quite. Gotta... Yeah. <laughs> Story of my life. So for the duration of these, <laughs> this episode and the next episode, I will be referring to them by their last names. Uh, Bat Matt is Dalthorpe. Just, and I don't think people had heard that on the episode. East Coast Matt is Prelberg, so I will refer to them as such uh, until I say Matt, and inevitably they both make the joke. It's like, what? But, but could I be Robin Matt? Robin oh. Matt? I'm younger. Yeah. Bat Matt and Robin Matt? Yeah. Nightwing Matt. Don't you very dare <laughs> tarnish yes. the name of Nightwing. Nightwing Matt. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh mad dalthorpe <laughs> good start <laughs> uh well we haven't done what uh, uh who cares what you been up to uh red <laughs> dune <laughs> no that doesn't count that's next week we'll talk about that i'm still caught up on what if i watched this week's episode over lunch today so i could okay cut up are you are you have you made any progress i'll be honest i really don't give a shit about what if <laughs> okay uh, fair enough <laughs> Mr. Prelberg, are you caught up on What If through the first three episodes? I am, and I thought the third episode was really good. Honestly, okay. it was self-contained, and it was its own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I I liked it. Okay, I said, it's good. All right, better than the second. Uh, yeah, I would say better than the second. Okay, the second one bothered me. So, can I do any spoilers or no? Because Preston's. Go ahead. Honestly, I really don't care. No, no, just the line that really threw me into a like nightmare rage on the, at the TV was, "I'm a big enough guy to admit when I'm wrong." I was like, "What the <laughs> hell? That is just I cannot believe they threw that in there. Like yeah. it was nothing." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, that was that was my biggest." What? I was gonna say that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I liked the second one because it was self-contained, and it it the second one for me so far has felt the most like let's make a change and then see what happens if we extrapolate that, but then telling the story not as from the point of change to the future. It's like let's tell a little self-contained story from there. The third one was at, as an exploration of the what if it was. More just like, hey, alternate thing, let's try. There's not like an obvious point of difference necessarily. Um, I mean, I guess there is, but it, you don't really find out till the end. Um, and it felt like a concept that needed maybe 15 more minutes to really breathe to me. I liked it, but it just it felt like there was a little more that it needed. So what's the what's the concept of the third one? Uh, Fury's going around on his really difficult week where all the Avengers are turning up, except they all start getting picked off by a serial killer. Oh, okay. Who's the serial killer? That's for you to find out. All right. Never find That's out. That's the big reveal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, 
I think the first episode just like going into this show, I was not particularly interested all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I don't know. It feels like, uh, it looked like something that I figured was not going to do a good enough job on each of them. Mm. And then the first one kind of proved me wrong. And now even if I, I acknowledge that other people are saying the next few episodes are better, I just, I don't, it's, it's not a priority to me. I'm, I've been watching the Americans and I want to read my spy books. And so I'm blitzing through comics. So all of my time has been reading so that I can read my spy books. And I don't really care about what if. I like, I like what if, but I don't care enough to argue with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not- I, I will just say that I agree with, I, I agree with uh, Dalthorpe. I said that he, they put the safest one forward first, and then they just kind of ran with it, and then now they're doing the branching what-ifs, the self-contained stories, because they're trying to introduce you to the concept. Mm-hmm. And it's it's good, but it, it also kind of is frustrating that the first one, the Captain Carter episode was, eh. Yeah. Yeah, not bad, just kind of there. Yeah, and that's yeah. like... Like, that's the thing is that I expected so much more from Marvel and not from this show. Like, I expected a lot from Marvel and then I saw, like, what the show was going to be. I was like, it's probably going to be underwhelming for Marvel, my my Marvel expectations. And then Mm -hmm. the first episode was, like, kind of underwhelming of that. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah. So I will watch it eventually. Um, It's just not particularly high on my list. And I don't really care about spoilers because... uh, I'm not going to be disappointed to have uh, like 25 minutes like spoiled. <laughs> okay. So. Yep. Cool. All right. Anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. My life is boring. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I have been. Uh, so I finished my stack of comics last night. Good lad. Uh, so literally tonight I will be able to get back to reading the honorable Schoolboy by John le Carre. Yeah, gotta, gotta insert that correction. Uh, I apologize to everyone, uh, particularly Emily, who uh, our friend Emily, who's a <laughs> uh, big old book buff, uh, <laughs> just texted me a YouTube video of the pronunciation of John Lacare and said, "You guys are killing me." <laughs> so uh, butchered that name the entirety of the spy episode, but it's fine. Yeah, um, I blame Preston, even though it's definitely my fault. Yeah, you <laughs> you introduced me to the name. Yep. Um, but uh, so I finished the two kind of runs that I read uh, Birds of Prey, New 50, New 52 Birds of Prey, which uh, a team of women superheroes written by a dude. Surprisingly not sexist. Cool. Like, I don't know if it did really anything for like feminism. Yeah, it just made them like. I don't know if I want to say genderless heroes like they're heroes that their gender does not play a part. And I feel like that's the bare minimum you can ask for for female characters because like not do like doing it any worse would be being sexist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and a male can't really write uh, female like feminism as well as a woman can. So that's sexist. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I. I, I don't want to de- completely derail us, but don't you feel like that's part of the experience of being a woman is it's inherently unique? That's like people that say they don't see color 
And that what that they're try basically broadcasting there is that I try and see everyone as the same, but the but the a person's experience of as a woman or as a African American right is inherently mm -hmm. different from a white male well, yeah, or a that, that, and that's white what I meant. female. That's what I meant is that like writing a female superhero as something where their gender does not play a part is the bare minimum you can do to write a female character. It would be better, much better to write it as like as authentic and it actually does play a positive part. Mm -hmm. But like a male writing a female superhero could have made it all about their body and sex and like and been sexist and like uh ob objectifying them but like he didn't he just like was just like this is a story told with these characters <laughs> and who uh, happen to be female right exactly yeah. and so uh generally speaking the book was good uh the beginning so uh previous opinions i've had of new 52 runs are that it's fine or bad in the beginning but then gets really good at the end because that's when dc started canceling their filler lines and just letting good writers focus on one line mm -hmm. um kind of the opposite for this it was surprisingly entertaining and fun for the first few volumes but then it kind of felt like they didn't really know what they wanted to do from that point so it was just kind of like um i don't know how to describe like the plot kind of uh, really only depended on the past couple issues okay. rather than the entire story as a whole, like culminating kind of in each issue, like developing. It was just kind of like, ah, the things that are happening now really only matter to like the past couple issues and will only really matter to the next couple issues. Mm -hmm. um, but it also had Black Canary. Uh, who was married to this other dude named Kurt. And so what you essentially did is you took one of the two biggest relationships, like most fan favorite relationships in comics, mm -hmm. which is Spider-Man and MJ and Black Canary and Green Arrow. Those are like the two fan favorite relationships. Well, except for Dick Babs, but can't really. <laughs> are you forgetting about Superman and Lois? See, that one is just, it exists. Are you forgetting about Joker and Harley Quinn? Everyone hates that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like Superman and Lois Lane. Yeah, that's fine. But like, it's just kind of like. If that's your favorite. Uh, relationship, then also like Superman's your favorite character. <laughs> like that's. Yeah. Leave uh, it to CW to make a whole show out of it. Uh, see my point. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but like it's they. They just wiped the Black Canary and uh, Green Arrow relationship from canon. And it took them until literally this year to reinstate it. Wow. <laughs> it took a long time to bring it back. Ten years. Um, and so that was just kind of um, disappointing and annoying to watch because they made it a central part of the entire story is her past relationship with someone that no one cares about. Kurt. 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 Yeah, it's Kurt. It's Who Kurt. cares about Kurt? And then it had such a lackluster end that it was just disappointing. Um, and then, so after that, that's that. Uh, if you want to read Birds of Prey, there are better runs. Um, Kurt backwards is truck. Thank you for that exhilarating commentary on the name Kurt. 
Also, it could have been K-I-R- or K-I-R-K. There we go. What if it was Kirk. foreshadowing that he was going to get killed by a truck? <gasps> oh, sorry. K-I-R-T. It'd be Trick. Have you ever met someone named Kurt who spells their name K-I-R-T? Eh, no, there are. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a good, what a good podcast we are. Uh, so I went from reading Birds of Prey to the Harley Quinn run, which is so much fun. It's, uh, have you ever gotten around to watching either of you? Have you ever, either of you gotten around to watching the Harley Quinn show in HBO Max? Nope. No. It's so much fun. Genuinely, it's just like, you, for, so I can tell you for certain that the show is fully based on this run, mm. uh, because uh. it introduces characters and, like, the relationships of the characters are the exact same. It's like, Harley just wanting to do whatever she does, and it's not necessarily bad, not necessarily good. Um, you've got, uh, Cyborg, S-Y, and then, like, uh, <laughs> Borgman, and he, like, he's, he's, like, Yiddish, so he'll, like, he'll call people, like, like, telling them to quit kvitching and, like, uh, <laughs> call people putts and stuff like that, and he's just this guy who was in the CIA, but now he's, like, got arms, and he's fat, and he's in a wheelchair, and he's, uh, he's got arms. He's got, he's got arms. metal arms. <laughs> um, I was gonna say... <laughs> It's, it's not a really unique feature. <laughs> uh, and it's just, it's a whole lot of fun to read it and watch it. Um, and it's just, if you, if you just want to watch it, 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 I was worried. Is it the same actress as the one that plays her in Suicide Squad? No, it's, uh, it's Kelsey Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco? Kaylee Cuoco, who plays Penny okay. in uh, Break, uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. So she voices harley quinn. she voices harley quinn it's animated in the animated show um oh yeah and it's actually it's an totally... hbo animated show yeah it's it's genuinely a lot of fun i fully recommend both the show and the comic if you just want to read harley quinn stuff um and then also so there's that recommend it uh now done for comics so if you don't care about comics you can tune back in oh um, that's me uh caitlin and i finished the first episode or the first season of the americans mm-hmm. uh-huh my god is that a good show and this is the worst season <laughs> it's like i don't want to spoil a lot because i went into it expecting it to be one story premise and it's not what i thought it was mm-hmm. um so i don't want to say what what it is um but like the the, the premise of it is it's set in 1980. What year was the attempted assassination on Ronald Reagan? No clue. Whatever year that was. Three? Okay. Uh, because that Seven? that happens during the show and it has an effect. But it's basically uh, the it is two KGB agents who are living in American. One. 81. 81. Uh, two KGB agents that are living in America as uh, the suburban family. They have two kids. Um, it's the whole thing that did actually happen back then. Um, and it follows them. Like there's the main character and it does. Some of us still live among you, comrade. Such an exciting job of making you cheer for both the Russians and Americans at every given point, because like it's the main characters are the Russians Mm -hmm. and you want them to succeed, even though them succeeding is technically is the Soviets like, infiltrating america and killing americans 
but like you also have the main another character who's an American and you're kind of cheering for him, but you're also just cheering for the Americans in general. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you're cheering for everybody. So everyone wins. So it's like and it's it's written really well. And no, he's playing both sides. So that way he always comes out on top. He wins no matter mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's like. The the what I can't remember what show also does this really really well but every single character every action they take completely makes sense and you understand mm-hmm. like every... just like lost is that i feel <laughs> I feel like that's a joke <laughs> haven't seen lost but i can i don't given... i don't know what you're talking about best best show ever <laughs> uh like every all of their opinions like the arguments they get in with each other everything like they they all track with decisions they made and things that have happened to them so far. Um, and the other thing that I really like about, and they do it a lot in the second half of the, of the season is um, in espionage, what happens at least espionage media that I've consumed a substantial amount of, I can say is what happens is you gain intelligence, like some bit of intelligence, like this thing happened And what you have to do as an intelligence officer is to extrapolate what's happening from that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, if you're good at what you do, you will be right or very close to what's happening. But sometimes you're wrong. And what they do a lot of in the second half is everyone is wrong all the time. But it makes sense because the information they're getting is like 5% of what's actually happening. And they're Uh... like, oh, but they're piecing together information from different things they've gotten into one story but it's the wrong story oh i love that and like and it all and you're so you're seeing people go after other people for things that didn't actually happen Mm -hmm. but like stumbling into things that are happening and like and it and all everyone's getting wrong things Mm -hmm. and it all kind of (laughs) comes together into a really satisfying like they kind of figure it out by accident and like it was in the last 15 minutes of the last episode, I turned to Kayla and I'm like, the best way to describe the back half of this season is three lefts make a right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's really satisfying to like watch it all happen. And um, it's a, it's a pretty solid conclusion to us, like to a, a show, because that's something you'll notice with any show is the first season can somewhat be self-contained because they want to write that season. Mm-hmm on the expectation on the hope that they get the next season, but not the expectation that they will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like stories wrap up pretty satisfyingly, but there's like a character is now suspicious of something that like, that will lead to some very interesting story in the future. But like, it's a little ambiguous on if they like actually figured anything out. Mm-hmm. Um, like characters that I didn't really care about in the beginning are in like fantastic places that I'm genuinely excited to see where they go. It's just, it is a solid show. Cause I know you said it was good. You've yep. heard it's good and you haven't seen it yet. Never seen it, but I've heard good opinions from oh, people I trust. It's so much fun. But now uh, I've heard it's good from you. So yeah, that's, see, that's a, see, aha. Uh-huh. What if yeah. I actually hated I think you it? Might've, you you might've convinced me to watch it. So it there is, you go. it right. is genuinely just, it's so good. It, it doesn't hook you in like cementingly if that's a word now 
uh, until about episode three. Like the first couple episodes you can watch and then kind of just you can you're interested, but you can decide to stop and move on. Um, right. But once you get to basically episode three and four, like you are you're hooked. Uh, <laughs> Kalen and I, anytime we would get home and we've got a few hours, we're like, want to watch Americans? <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it has become our thing now. And I like I figured I could give an update on episode one uh, or season one because of news that we. Uh, oh, forgot to say. And we'll talk about it after what you've been up to the news that we got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to announce. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Prelberg. Hit us. Oh, man. Anything uh, anything you've been watching or reading that you just like, hey, it's really good people or bad. And you tell people to avoid. Oh, OK. Um, I've been so, you know, working crazy. But the thing that I got into since I work so long is the audiobooks, And so I have really, really enjoyed the rhythm of war stormlight archives is what it's called by oh, brandon, yeah. sanderson. brandon sanderson probably one of the best books i've read uh-huh i have the physical book now and i'm reading through it but listening to the audio it's like two voice actors switching between the male and female characters and it's incredible cool that's uh um, is, that's and- the uh that's is that the series that that is like basically being Consider the next Game of Thrones. I can never remember the name of it, but I know I it's what I get a, I, I think he did get a, a TV slot or something or show. Uh-huh. Um, but I can't honestly tell you. Okay, because I know uh, the... it's it's tried to become a TV series multiple times, right? Because it's really good and it's a big cult following well it's not necessarily like from what i've heard it's not that it's about it's trying to get a show it's that like the scale and the politics and like the the intricacy of the story yeah. is like equivalent yeah. to game of thrones yeah each one of the audiobooks is like 40 min, uh 40 hours long excuse me and and so like the physical books are like a thousand pages or more yeah uh so and that's just book one and they just keep getting bigger just like the lord <laughs> of the rings yeah so it's it, it the scale just kind of balloons out, and then to make matters worse, this author really likes to connect his entire universe together. Right. So there's like a greater universe, and there's actually like cameo appearances from characters from other novels appearing <laughs> under pseudonyms. But if you've read the other books, oh. you know that it's them. Uh. And so, and actually, I really crazy move. Don't want to spoil anything, but he brought in a character from Mistborn, Preston into this series as a kind of hidden bad guy. Oh, um, and you only shit. know it's the you only know it's him if you've read Mistborn. Oh shit. Ooh, yeah. it's a hidden bad yeah. guy? Is it Well, a- so it's a it's an antagonist that isn't shown. He's in charge of an organization and he's just this mysterious name, but you can piece together from different things that it's the character from Mistborn. Okay. And I think he's confirmed it too. Okay, I kind of love that. That's definitely something like I I need to read Game of Thrones, but also like no, I don't know if it's ever gonna get finished, and I don't want to go through that torture that everyone else is going <laughs> yeah. through. Um, yeah. So I think I just for... want to do the Stormlight Archives. 
So, many years. so uh, this one, he, that's the best thing about him is he's a prolific writer. He's like yeah. Stephen King writer. He writes mm. all the time. He's just always turning out books. Yep. I cannot recommend some books like the Game of Thrones series because it just takes so long. Yeah. There's the – there's another one that's uh, – I'm trying to remember what it's called. The first book is called Name of the Wind. Um, it's so good. I really like the prose. I like the writing. But the guy has been sitting on the book, the last final book, for like 12 years. Sounds about right. There's a uh, – yeah. there's a... So I, I can't recommend it. There's a James Patterson book. Uh, like I think it's James Patterson. There's like – maybe it's not him. It's it's another one of those things where there's a trilogy, but the first two are out and the third one's not out. And they're like – everyone who's read it is like the end's not in sight. We have no clue. Yeah. Like we know this is the last book. It's a trilogy, but just we don't have any news yeah. on it, and it's really disappointing. And I'm like that's like – that's kind of why I – that's one of those things that I gauge on what I want to read. Like I've got my list of books I want to read. Um, almost all of them are books that the trilogy has finished and I'm going to stick to the trilogy. Like, cause it's almost always the second trilogy is not as good. Like yep. without fail. <laughs> um, yeah. so that's what I want to do. Did you do finish is... Mistborn? All of the Mistborn series? Nope. Uh, okay. my next, what, no, what I'm working on right now is the, uh, Carla trilogy for, from Lacare. And then uh, I think it's Carlay. <laughs> the Carlay is actually technically the way you should say it. Um, but uh, I want to finish it that the Carla trilogy, and then then I will finish Mistborn. Um, uh-huh. Actually, no, sorry, Dune is next. I'm gonna finish the Dune trilogy, and then Mistborn. Dune. <laughs> Mistborny. Uh, there's not an e at the end. Uh, and then I want to do the Lord of the Rings trilogy, plus oh Silmarillion. Gosh. And then oh I will gosh. choose a new one. Like, then I will choose a new thing to get into. And I don't know what it's going to be like yet. Way of Kings. By that time, uh, Game of Thrones will all be done. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope. I'm getting, I'm really getting into reading again. Like, I'm, I can. I think next year's the year. I think, think it is. I've year? been saying that since about 2017. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, the second. I guess book series I'd recommend is called the Trader Baru Cormoran. You you mentioned uh, that to me. I sent I sent you that quote. Yeah, it's an incredible series. The prose is amazing, and the premise of the book. Let me just bore you with a second. She's an economist. She's an accountant. Ooh. And and the and but it's intrigue. It's oh. incredible. What's it, yeah. what's it called again? The Trader Baru Cormoran. It's like by B Seth A R or B A R U Baru, Baru Cormorant yeah. by Seth Dickinson. It's an incredible book. Baru. He's he's a very talented writer. His prose and his use of language and foreshadowing is in is on a next level. It's about a a woman who and he's a man. So there you go. He's writing it. Okay. Writing a good and like feminist approach, it, and she's from a, a culture that is. Sorry, I'm looking for looking at the words. The the culture practices same sex polygamy, so like they allow multiple partners and partners of the same sex, mm-hmm. and they're being uh, invaded and taken over by a culture that has like very very rigid gender rules. And so she's actually a lesbian, and mm-hmm. that p- 
pulls into the because she's trying to integrate into this foreign society and kind of like betray them and but she's trying to hide the fact that she's attracted to women because if that gets out she'll be like killed or purged oh. so there's that level there's the other levels of the intrigue of like the dynamics and the political system of the area that she's going to there's the 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 empire uh intrigue levels and then it's just about accounting and how she like f- with people via taxes <laughs> and i'm like how are you doing this i'm so excited for this book so is that uh is it a trilogy or is it a full series it or? is a trilogy the third book oh no it's a quartet oh uh so there's three out the fourth one is being written and i trust him he will write it quickly <laughs> So All right. I actually think I have the release date on my phone. Let me check. When oh, they actually have a out. release date. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I, le- I put literally put things on my phone that I'm super excited for. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. That might be uh, might be my next one after I get through yeah, all those. Th- it's it's very good. I know. A, I know an accountant who might be into that. Yeah, yeah. I, any accountant recommend this book. They'll love you. Well, hopefully uh, the accountant loves you. I'm getting married to an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, other things. Or have I taken up too much time? You don't have to keep going if you're like struggling to find anything else. If you got something good, though, hit us with it. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. Okay. News. News. What's happened? News. Spider-Man's happened. Spider-Man's happened. Sploot, sploot. Uh, we are a little oh, late on this one. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so we got a trailer i'll be honest uh i don't it's it's nothing's new we knew all of this was gonna happen <laughs> we didn't you know didn't that benedict know. Cumberbatch was gonna fly through the air and make trains go around his head though <laughs> that's, that's dr strange that's nothing like experimental with dr strange doing all weird drippy stuff he's in sweatpants <laughs> okay, I mean, that that was you want. i'm interested to see what the snow is about Probably is never addressed. All right. That's the I sort of thing so. that's better that would that be don't address. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we've seen a billion theories on like shots. Uh, there's a few shots in this, in the, uh, in the trailer that are teaser, teaser trailer. A few ref- shots in the teaser. Refuse to acknowledge the distinction. That, uh, there's some negative <laughs> space, uh, where there might other, might be characters that are edited out. Um, there's, Typical. So probably the other other Spider-Men. Um, uh, they seem to be going the uh, one. What? What's it called? One more day? No. One day left. Clock is what? ticking down. There's a spider. The Spider-Man story where uh, ever he wants people to he he sacrifices uh people's memories and his kid for like i think like aunt may to be okay or something oh yeah deal with the oh. duffel kind of thing yeah that yeah. kind of thing mephisto mephisto oh, mephisto's mephisto. back you the color red and you're like mephisto i don't know i just want this movie to come out mm. I, I saw the trailer drop i was like i'm here for this i saw the green goblin bomb yeah. i knew exactly what was happening i was like yeah i saw sandman i was like there we go is he in there um, there's a lot of sand in yeah. there. a lot of sand shut up <laughs> uh, 
I, I was like, okay, Tobey Maguire, he's locked. All right. Andrew Garfield, eh, who knows, but maybe. Probably. I could live without Andrew Garfield. I couldn't. That hair. Oh, I mean, yes, but that exists outside of the movie. We don't True. have a Gwen Stacy in this universe, do we? Uh, I don't think so. What if the other MJs come? Oh. Ooh. What's the, who's MJ yeah. in the uh, Garfield one? Oh, it's not. It's Gwen Stacy. Oh, okay. oh wait, I think there Gwen is an MJ. Stacy. No, I think there is an MJ, but he doesn't go for her. It's the Gwen Stacy timeline. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, Comics are weird. But no, I'm. I'm here for it. I'm yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm. Uh, I mean, it's. Mm, I feel like it's I don't know be what more you could want. I what? I don't know. I also just like. I, I feel like I get this less is the hyped. best way possible for them to launch this. Their new, their net. My roommate and I were just discussing how are they going to make it interesting and exciting for this next saga? Cause they've done infinity wars. They've killed off characters. Some of the characters aren't returning because of, you know, external factors. RIP. Um, <laughs> but like this made me excited. I like Spider-Man. He's my favorite Marvel hero. Mm-hmm. And I like Dr. Strange. I like Benedict Cumberbatch. And I, I've been waiting to see an IRL into the Spider-Verse. I think the thing that I am a little sad about is the when we got the end of uh, Far From Home, it was, oh, my God, the world knows it's Spider-Man now. And I was really excited to see what they would do with that. And I feel like it's going to be getting overshadowed by multiverse stuff like it's going to be just shoved aside in the first 20 minutes of the movie and suddenly like that whole thematic and like tense situation is just going to be replaced by like, Oh my God, uh, Willem Dafoe's back. Like it's that interesting storyline that I was excited about is going to be rendered moot, um, Mm -hmm. by them wanting to go multiverse. And like, I appreciate, I'm excited from the multiverse stuff, but like, I don't know. I just, I was excited about this and now I don't get to see it. Is it all worth it, though, if that first 20 minutes includes some courtroom drama with the esteemed Matthew Murdoch, attorney at law? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. That would be incredible. It'd be I, so cool, right? I, it would be worth it, but I don't think that's going to happen. And There's I'm a not guy in the trailer there. that really looks like him. Not really. Kinda. There's a... Mar- Marvel is slow to incorporate their TV, their Netflix series at all into the cinematic universe. I think they're going to take their Disney TV series and make those. Yeah. Canon, right. Scarlet, Witch is going to show up in the Scarlet, Witch costume. Yep. Loki yeah. isn't going to come around anymore. He's separate, but you know, do you think some of there's going to be some cameos, maybe a minute man in some of the scenes now? Could be a minute man. Oh, oh not yeah. man. What, that's what uh, they're called. What are they called? No, you're are right. They called that's Minutemen? what they're called. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I was okay. thinking like Watchmen, uh, and I'm like, wrong, wrong universe, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, um, Doctor Manhattan's just like, look, dude, I don't care about universes. <laughs> so I, I think there, I would love to see Matt Murdock, especially since there's a Daredevil uh, comic series where 
Kingpin tr- tries to reveal that Matt Murdock is Daredevil, yeah. and mm-hmm. so he goes around wearing a shirt that says, I am not Daredevil. Uh, <laughs> so it's like exactly the timeline that you want, uh, Preston, of, like with this drama and tension of keeping the secret identity secret. Well, it's not even, even going to be like... So- soft revealed. It's. It seems like they're not even going with him trying to keep it secret, like trying to recover. It seems like he's just going with like the world knows, but now I'm being put on trial for murdering... Uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. I almost said Mephisto. Good old M letters O. <laughs> Mephisto confirmed. Ah! Uh, <laughs> and like, I don't know. I feel like the courtroom drama would be fine, but I also feel like, again, it's not going to be much. Yeah. Like, I feel like bringing in Charlie Cox is going to be like, has to be you. You. To do that, you have to put a lot of effort into the courtroom. Like, it has to be worth something. It can't just be, like, a side little stupid cameo that's there for the 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. and then suddenly it's all about multiverse. Like, that's a big thing to do for only the first 20 minutes. I don't understand why you're—I disagree. People that get it will get it, and people that don't get it won't get it. And then it's done. It's over. That's, like, all their Easter eggs. But this wouldn't be an Easter egg, though. Like an Easter egg is like he walks past uh, uh, Murdoch and or Nelson and Murdoch and that's it. But like this is not an Easter egg. This is bringing in a character from a different universe. It's the same thing as Doc Ock and Green uh, Green Goblin Mm -hmm. that like it's part of the story. It's not an Easter egg. (sighs) And putting him in there for the first 20 minutes just feels weird. What if he has to go into the multiverse to get the greatest lawyer in the universe? Matt Murdock from the Netflix universe. <laughs> is he the greatest lawyer in Wait, the universe? The Netflix he isn't, dresses... in, isn't in a different universe. How is it in a different universe? It's sort of a parallel they... universe where a lot of the same things have happened, but then also there's more gritty realism. And when people get hit by things, they actually bleed. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was but my favorite thing about... Heroes. That was my favorite thing about the Dare, Daredevil Netflix show. It's like, he got in a fight for 15 seconds and he's winded like, yeah, like a human, <laughs> uh, somewhat, uh, depressed human who sees a world of fire, but <laughs> human nonetheless. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. You would be happens. depressed too if everything looked like it was on fire. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I, I will maybe enjoy it unless I far from home it. I'm more worried that you're going to infinity war it and just kind of give up on it ahead of time and read all the spoilers. And then it's actually going to be really good. And you're going to kind of have ruined the initial experience for yourself. Did I yeah, I'm done. Info? I'm not watching for any more info. Like I'm like, Oh, veto. Don't tell me anything. Yeah. Because if you do a thing on Spider-Man, I'm going to not listen to it. Cause I, I don't want to be spoiled. Spider-Man is Mephisto confirmed. Ah, oh, spoiled. Sorry. anyway what else happened we got a uh the batman the robert battinson uh initial screening happened oh and uh you seem skeptical just because it's an initial screening test screenings are completely unreliable but but they can be some sort of a litmus test as to if it's going to be fine or not or like or just generally okay quality not necessarily but like what it is we can get so okay so 
I see some motivated reasoning here, but proceed. Uh, we have a lot of rumors from the people who've been to this test screening. And one of the big ones that I'm, that I'm excited about is it's straight up a horror movie and is actually scary. Um, which is what I've been saying we needed for a Batman movie for a long time, because Mm -hmm. that's how you do a Batman movie. Uh, we get details about how Batman and Catwoman are arguing all the time, uh, because Catwoman wants to do things her own way and Batman hates insubordination, which is completely accurate. Was mm-hmm. not done well in Dark Knight Rises. She just kind of did what Batman said sometimes. And like, he was just kind of like fine with it. Like, that's fair. And so it's just like, it wasn't a right comic thing. Um, everyone, like, there are no negative things that people, like, nobody has found a negative review about it yet. Um, people are saying it's the best Bat, uh, Bruce Wayne and the best Batman, which is exciting. Um, people are saying that Paul Dano as a Riddler is a terrifying thing to watch cool in a good way cool uh the they have said that it's going to be a trilogy that's like a thing that they want to make it like matt reeves wants to make it that Mm -hmm. um and so the general concern going in was that it was just going to be like a luckluster movie to set up a trilogy Mm -hmm. but apparently it is a good movie and tastefully sets up the trilogy so that's good uh, the uh, runtime as it stands is three hours, which could get cut down severely. Um, but also we're starting to see that uh, studios don't really care if it's three hours. Um, and also everyone's saying that like it was a good three hours. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like there was anything that it like it kind of needed to be the three hours. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, trying to think there was another thing that, is that was big uh a lot of uh, to, to what you're gonna enjoy it was a very very heavily inspired by batman ego cool um, good which they said that would be yeah we knew and, that but also uh zack snyder said batman versus superman was inspired by dark knight rises <laughs> look where that got us oh my god that's batman versus superman was inspired by dark knight rises like a truly tastes like apple like it's <laughs> Yeah. Or no, sorry, LaCroix. That's the one I was going for. Right. It's It drove by an apple orchard. <laughs> um, but apparently hint it is of, very heavily... Of, what? Apple. Hint of hint of apple. Hint of hint of apple. <laughs> uh, taste of thinking about lime. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, I honestly don't understand the bad rap. Like What, LaCroix? Yeah, they're flavorful. Are they? Yeah. I, every one I've tried I did not like. Same thing with like Trulies, with the exception of the fruit punch Trulies. Those I'll actually drink, mm. but like it just—I don't know. It's just it gives Maybe you just me don't the like hard seltzer. Yeah, I, I don't like it, it. Gives me the thing that I don't like about soda, which is just like the spiciness of carbonation, mm-hmm. and like not the things that I like about the soda, which is the flavor. <laughs> I've never heard someone describe it's spicy. It's acidic. Not yeah, acidic. well, you know, it's a, it's yeah. acidic. It's a spicy. What? <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway uh so that's the thing uh matt is very skeptical i i mean everything you're saying i'm like trying to contain the hype from just yes bursting out of me and engulfing the room um but test screenings are notoriously unreliable about just about everything about a movie yeah um, you might be able to get some very basic quantitative details like the runtime and yeah. Um, it's got these characters in it, but uh, even as far as tone and 
um, the type of story they're trying to tell. You don't trust them. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, Suicide Squad happened. The original one. Mm-hmm. Where it was a scary movie at the beginning, and then it was a scary movie to watch. <laughs> <laughs> then it was a joke. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yep, that's that. Um, What else? Any other news worth? Uh, only well, other thing I was looking at was, um, bond casting stuff that's starting to solidify now that we're coming up on no time to die release. Oh, for the next month. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Get our new guy. Uh, Brosnan said he's not opposed to coming back, which I think would be weird. I could see them cameoing him in as like a mentor mm-hmm. type figure or higher up. Dementor. I'm just going to. Skip right past that one. Okay. I could, I could, I would love some sort of joke where he's just like, he just sits behind a desk all day and uh, <laughs> talks about his days as a field agent. And no one ever believes him. And then <laughs> the bad guys break into MI6 at the crucial act three climax and he just mows them all down. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be something. That would that'd be good. Um, so Roger Jean Page from Bridgerton is apparently still the front runner uh, we've known that for a while henry cavill's in the mix george mckay has actually gained some traction it sounds like Who's george mckay 1917 guy oh oh yeah interesting that was about my series of reactions <laughs> <laughs> wait i've heard of him uh am i sure about th- well hmm i don't know <laughs> like they could go i mean the so I think this is a discussion we should have more in depth in the James Bond episode. Yeah. But we should definitely put a pin in that. Like, I, I think it's going with someone so much younger than any of the other ones. Like, mm-hmm. he's what? Maybe like early 20s? Probably. And so what are they going to do? Like, because Daniel Craig is a was like the first kind of hard reboot mm-hmm. of the story. Wasn't he? Like all of the other ones, it's been different James Bonds, but like you could kind of theoretically think that it's the same person just recast maybe because they didn't reuse stories right so you could finagle some like you could think that but daniel craig like they literally redid uh specter and uh, like the and characters so like it's a hard reboot and so unless they do that again, maybe they'll do like a pre, like a pre, uh, pre, 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 prequel. Got it eventually. Uh, maybe do a prequel. Um, but the problem with that is it's, he's not really James Bond at that point. Cause Daniel Craig, the beginning is he's not the very beginning of Daniel Craig's first movie is he's not a double O yet. Mm-hmm. And so going below before Daniel Craig, you're not a double O. But James Bond's kind of its own weird thing, though. Yeah. We will get into this more in a couple of weeks. Okay. But you can just do whatever you want. You can slap that name on any person, place, or thing. And yeah. It'll somehow work itself into the story. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yep. Anything else? I don't think I have anything else. Did I write anything else down? I'm pretty sure I took a screenshot of something, but my phone is currently occupied by several technology things to look at it mm-hmm. uh but uh let's see i feel I, like i don't have, well, have any news um the uh for people who are interested in this the scarlet uh johansson and disney feud uh they are trying to 
throw it behind closed doors mm-hmm. and like obviously trying to like 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 let's talk about this like let's 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 talk about this like in private can we like can we just like and like she's like trying to make a scene and they're like can we just like talk about this like in like in a different room and she's like absolutely not like i will fight you and like i respect her so much like she's she refuses to be like talked down uh from like you know her very rightful claim to like Mm-hmm. what she's wanting and so yeah uh disney's just being a piece of shit more cynically she knows the court of public opinion is likely to be in her favor and just that wants to keep the battle out there that is but absolutely true you can have cynical motivations and just Matt, motivations you line said up. the inside part out loud <laughs> <laughs> well both can be true she can be justly deserving to have it out in the open and want to mm-hmm. have it out in the open for good reasons but it happens to align with a more cynical self-interested approach yeah not everything's a conspiracy nope all right you want to talk about jfk huh you want to talk what? about jfk huh let's get into dune not yet not Soon. yet uh, next week oh that's not oh. a new trailer though i was gonna i was gonna talk about uh house of gucci but it's not really a new trailer it's not news no but oh well it's old all right shalls we we shalls uh relatively big announcement for our podcast Mm -hmm. uh this is the second to last rotation of the normal way we do things uh so basically what's gonna happen is we have this episode which is just us episode the next episode is the Dune episode, finally. Dune. Next time is uh, the next Just Us episode, and then the James Bond episode with our friend Brendan guesting. Hopefully, mm-hmm. still is good. Uh, will be the last content episode of Just Us Losers as it stands. Um, it's been a long discussion of like time and mm-hmm. effort, and we feel that the amount of time we have to do the research is not enough time to uh, actually do a sufficient amount of research to give good content episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all kind of felt lackluster, at least to me. Um, we want to do more research. And so what's going to happen starting with episode 201 is uh, we're going to alternate that just us losers will continue to be pretty, pretty much just us losers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to stop video, uh, because that's a lot of effort for, uh, something that we haven't been getting a lot of pay, like, like return on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will continue doing audio, uh, episodes will alternate, uh, the watch been up to episodes where we can talk a little bit more in depth, review stuff. Yeah. Um, and then news where we can dig in a little bit more. Um, but content episodes will stop being regularly released. Uh, we don't know what the future is going to look like for content episodes. We're going to continue researching and developing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have decided we'll set aside time. So we record bi-weekly. Um, we will set aside time after every recording session and plan and discuss what it's going to look like. Um, it, it There's a lot of ideas of what it's going to look like. Uh, it may be uh, part of Justice Losers. Uh, where we release a special series of episodes that are all con- like well researched and well discussed. 
uh, episodes, uh, all kind of centering around a theme. Um, it may be an entirely new podcast altogether where it's not, uh, not held down by the restraints of what we have set up the po- just as losers to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may want it to look differently, be formatted a little different, maybe a little bit more different video, something like that. Sure. We don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, the, the Instagram will stop all social media. will pretty much go on pause. Um, basically it's, I've got a company to run. Matt's got multiple jobs and a wedding coming up. Uh, just, it's literally purely time related. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, so that's what it's going to be. Uh, it's a lot less strenuous for us to record and prepare for episodes because we pretty much don't have to prepare other than existing. <laughs> yep. I'm um, pretty terrible at that as it turns out. Yep. You know what? I can keep doing it. So uh, that's that's the news. Um, episode 200 will be the last content episode in the current like format. Uh, but we will continue researching. So, what? As one of your listeners, what? So are you saying I'm not going to be able to hear you guys post episode 200 or you're just going to be doing random drops? We'll, uh, what we'll still mean? be on our schedule. We'll still be on our schedule. We will still release audio episodes, eight o'clock PM, uh, Sundays. Uh, it just, okay. we, they won't be content episodes. The like, so how we've done, had a, uh, alternating just us where it's watching up news and content right. is being replaced by watching up and news. Yeah. And so, but I, I think, I think this is a good move for you guys because there's like the espionage, episode i feel like there was more stuff that you could have dug into absolutely and you could have done a series you could yeah. have done like yep. part one part two part three absolutely and that's the stuff we want to do um we don't know what it's going to look like in terms of uh who researches and uh and what it ends up being like we don't like we want to have guests on that are more experts in the content we want to take the unqualified podcast part and kind of make it a little bit more qualified um, at least more research. <laughs> yeah. Um, we want people to walk away from the episodes we've researched with actually like actually having gained something rather than, well, two guys I gained who... an appreciation for the certain contents that you guys, like I had never heard of, um, I forgot the name. I wrote it down. <laughs> still uh, hasn't heard of it. <laughs> still haven't heard of it. No, I have heard of it. I just forgot it. Uh, no, the spy movie that you guys said recommended. Tinker Not Taylor? Tinker Taylor. No. Not Tinker Taylor. <laughs> uh, Most Wanted Man? Uh, uh, no. The the Munich. other one that was Munich. Munich. Thank you. Munich. Yeah. Yes. Good one. And that sounded amazing. And I had never heard of it. And yeah. I was like, and, oh, yeah, I'm going to Well, get... that's the stuff like we want to keep doing. We just need we just want to do more. Re- like you said, like we could have done more. We could have mm-hmm. talked more in depth about it. Uh, Certainly. Yeah. Read a biography on John McCarry and like Ian Fleming, like actually like discuss more in depth the content we want to talk yeah. about. And yeah. that takes yeah. time that we can't do justice by giving ourselves two to four weeks to research it. Yep. Uh, especially with our time. So um, be on the lookout for that. We will also make it a big old Instagram. I have a big old Instagram thing that's going to happen to make that all clear and that mm-hmm. you can refer back to. We'll talk about it the next three weeks as well. Um, and then also the coming, like we'll keep rehashing this. Yep. Um, but this is the big, Sounds good. like kind of the flesh out. Um, so 
as one of your listeners. Sounds fine to me. Cool. Well, that's good to know. I think you yeah. represent a majority of our listeners. That so. is true. You, uh, you represent <laughs> you a solid like 50. 50- Actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, hey, if you're listening, I actually don't know your name. You work at Cool Beans. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, was, I was ordering coffee and he's like, you have a podcast, right? I'm like, how did you know? And like my brain was going through like I was really rapidly trying to figure out how he would have known that. Uh, it turns Am out I so my friend. Now? Huh? Am I famous now? Now you That's are. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not famous. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just like, how did you like like had a few possible uh, avenues that he could have figured it out. Um, I, I guess. So my friend Michaela, who I worked with uh, before at a previous job, mm-hmm. uh, also works at Cool Beans. Uh-huh. And so she follows me on social media. Okay. And uh, um, I didn't know she like paid attention to the fact that I had a podcast mm-hmm. even less so talked about it. And so he was just like, yeah, uh, Michaela's I'm like, Oh, okay. Do you <laughs> cool. want an autograph? Cool. Uh, so uh, we <laughs> might've just gained a listener right as we're like <laughs> re uh, readjusting how we do this. So sorry. Glad you, glad you're here. Hey, you yeah. have 200 episodes of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You can go back and listen to seven Probably. of them are maybe passable. Yeah. <laughs> so, Thanks everyone for listening to us talk about things and stuff. We are for a couple weeks yet still on social media, yep. Facebook, Twitter at just us losers pod, Instagram by the same handle uh, at just us losers pod, where you'll see some updates regarding our future plans. So be paying attention to that. Uh, I'll thank you more fully on the next one, but great. Thanks to Matt Prelberg for sitting in here talking with us. Uh, good to have you. Let's see. Great to be here. All right. Um, if you're listening to this, you're listening to the audio version. We're on SoundCloud. Nope, we're not on SoundCloud. I have to nope, remove that from my thing. we are not on SoundCloud anymore. We are no longer on SoundCloud in the slightest. Much to the chagrin of our actual, uh, another one of our listeners, Nick Scientist. Mm-hmm. Apologize, Nick. That's where he listens. Yep. But also, SoundCloud is apparently super trash for not accepting third-party hosts. Yep. Look at them being all greedy. Yep. But we're on... Like literally every other podcast app because of the new host we're on. Yep. Um, and also we can host as many podcasts as we want on it. And so it gives us a lot of free time. Yep. SoundCloud costs money. So does this new one, but it costs severely less money to have multiple podcasts. Yep. We're already saving $10 a month by having two podcasts on it. <laughs> yeah. Works out very nicely. Yep. Um. Yeah, we're on audio mediums. If you're listening to this, you're not watching the video version. You're missing out on all of our beautiful faces. Yep. Uh, we do a little Speak shortened... Speak yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, you bring up the, the beauty quotient. We're on YouTube. We do little shortened video versions of the, the stuff. It's it's nice. It's compact. The least bad bits are assembled into something resembling a coherent form and presented to you in video presentation. I was good. I didn't want to reuse the word form, but I ended up reusing the word present. So there we are. Um, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Nailed it.